the opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station. Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. This is B2B Radio, featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, Central Ohio's leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello and good morning, everyone. Mr. Biz here, Ken Wentworth. It is December 17th already. We are uh, closing in quickly on the uh, Christmas holiday. Uh, It seems to be going by very quickly. We, uh, thankfully, I'm almost done with my my Christmas shopping. When I say I'm almost done, I mean my wife's almost done. But anyway, uh, that's a whole other thing. So again, this week, we're going to welcome as our guest, Michael Morris, owner of Morris Media. Thanks for coming back, Michael. Anytime. Anytime? Well, maybe not anytime, but it might be nice the next time to have somebody in between. I think people might be getting tired of my part of this conversation, but it, I'll be it, here anyway if you need me. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So we were, we're going to switch things up a little bit. So I know I'd mentioned uh, last week that this week's show, we were going to bring on a local business owner and kind of go through their business and talk uh, with some of the challenges and sort of try to help someone out there. However, due to, I won't exactly call it overwhelming, but due to a... Uh, a bit of a flood, a small flood of response, a little bit of a deluge, let's call it that, a deluge <laughs> of response. Um, on the website with listener questions, we had uh, a common theme uh, coming through, and people wanted to talk, uh, wanted us to talk through uh, business expansion. So um, we'll have a question on that. We'll answer a question on that, and sort of that'll be our, we'll, we'll answer a couple of listener questions like we did last week, and then we'll dive into uh, business expansion when do you, when should you consider it? How should you go about it? Different types of expansion, things like that. So that's sort of the agenda for today. Are you ready for the question that we have? The first question. I am ready for the first question. Okay. Uh, the, should I do this like uh, like Johnny Carson used to do? Like the well, they can't really Karnak. see it. It no. would be a great gimmick, yeah. but no one can see it. But yeah. we can pretend for this purpose. I will read it as though I have it in an envelope. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, this comes from Kevin from Columbus. Hello, Ken. I'm having trouble with my employee turnover in my business. How can I eliminate turnover? Thanks in advance for your insight. Well, eliminating it, I always say aim for the stars, uh, but uh, eliminating turnover is probably not a realistic goal, but there are definitely some steps we can take to significantly reduce it for sure. Um, I guess the first thing I would say is you need to look at what causes turnover typically. So Honestly, when we look at it, it's usually one of two things. It has to do with either employees are unhappy for a variety of reasons, and we'll touch on that a little bit here in a minute, But or there's fear, especially with a small business. So I'll explain that uh, a little more here in a second. So what I would suggest is, if possible, uh, do exit interviews. So as people are leaving, make sure, uh, try to talk with them and, and try to get them to be as honest as possible. Now, if it's a unceremonious uh uh, separation that might not be possible, or they might tell you a little bit more than you really want to know uh, in a nasty way. Uh, so. but, but don't you think that's valuable? <laughs> it could be, but it may be slanted. It may be slanted a little and bit it too would far be, but, that one way. But I would also want to know why. What made you so upset? Because right. that issue could come up again. Maybe sure. you are doing something incorrectly, or you can improve on something. I always look for the person that's the most angry to go. 
okay, what did we do wrong or what could we do better? We may not get along after this, but just tell me what was the bump in right. the road. Right. Yeah, definitely. It, you could talk to your current employees, obviously. Um, again, difficult getting honesty, probably in a lot of cases, because someone that wants to be politically correct, they don't want to upset the apple cart, so to speak. However, there are some ways around that as well. Uh, you can use an online poll and you can show your employees that it is anonymous. They, I mean, that's the key part is they have to go online. You can show them that there's no way for you to be able to see who said what. Because the most important aspect is to get honesty, right? There may mm -hmm. be some things going on that you're just not aware of if you don't have your finger on the pulse well enough, depending on how big of a, a team you have or how big your business is. Um, assuming you're able to get some some feedback either way, one of the things you may need to do is adjust your leadership style. You may, you may find from your, the feedback is your leadership style is just rubbing people the wrong way. Uh, another consideration is depending on the tenure of people that are leaving, you might be making poor hiring decisions. Uh, if, if you've got people coming in and they're leaving pretty quickly or they're not working out, again, you may need to look in the mirror and, and figure out that you are maybe maybe need to adjust how you're making your hiring decisions. Compensation, obviously, that pops up all the time. You need to look at are you being competitive. One of the things that happens is you have someone who's a longer tenured employee. I think a lot of times uh, they tend to get uh, taken for granted, I guess I would say. It sounds a little uh, over the top to say that, but I think it is true. And I think the way to look at that is that as you have very valuable employees, the valuable employees that have been there for a while, is you need to consider, literally think about it. If Bob left tomorrow, what would we do? How, how detrimental to the business would it be? Holy heck, maybe I need to give Bob a raise. Right, because I, I really, you, you everyone's replaceable, but some people that have been there, maybe they've been with you from the beginning, very valuable. Obviously, um, there are ways, and, and it's not always. And I'll, I'll talk about one of the things that when people talk about compensation, sometimes it's veiled in employee appreciation. They just want to feel appreciated, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, one of the ways that also do this, and I, I'm a big fan of, is is a form of profit sharing, not necessarily an incentive. Uh, sometimes incentives become a little political and, you know, people worry about nepotism or favoritism, et cetera. But if you do profit sharing and maybe you say, hey, 10% of the profits this year, I'm going to share with all the employees. And, and that makes them essentially kind of sort of like a, a mini part like a partner. owner. Right. And so they're going to manage to help you manage the, the business as, as, as if it was their own. So is what you want, obviously what you want. Employee appreciation, better communication with them. Um, you can do lunches, um, you know, do once a month where everyone, you take everyone to lunch. Don't bring it in. Get them outside of the office uh, or, or your manufacturing environment and, you know, take a two-hour lunch. It, it, it can be pizza. I used to do this, and what we would do is the rule was you couldn't talk about work. No business. Um, seasonal parties, you can do employee of the month. Um, you know, people can earn comp days, um, so they get free days off, essentially. Maybe it's training. Maybe they want to better themselves, and you need to take a look at that, and you can do that by talking with them. So, Kevin, thanks for the question. Uh, keep them coming. You can submit them by going to our website. Um, we're heading into a break here, but come back for the next segment, and we will answer another listener question, and we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and then we'll sort of dig into expansion. So you can always reach us. Again, the website is wentworthfinancialpartners.com, or you can give us a call at 614-962-7CFO. That's 614-962-7236. Or you can email me at kbwentworth at wentworthfinancialpartners.com. And finally, you could always go to the Facebook business page, Wentworth Financial Partners, or my LinkedIn profile. 
Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless Drivers Insurance Company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients who suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. We're all worried about the rising cost of health care, but now there's good news, and it's available here locally. It's called Quality Dental Plan. If you join today, you'll receive added benefits that include a dental exam, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, x-rays, and significant discounts on all dental procedures. No claim forms, no hidden fees, no hassle. For details on Quality Dental Plan and how to join, call Grandview Dental Care at 614-486-7378 or 614smile.com. Could your company benefit from better financial performance or more efficient operations? At Wentworth Financial Partners, our 60,000 hours of experience deliver part-time CFO services that produce guaranteed results. Get the benefit of our vast expertise at a fraction of the cost. We help put the focus to working on your business instead of always working in it. Learn about our guaranteed results at WentworthFinancialPartners.com or call Mr. Biz at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. That's 962-7CFO. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and uh, again, today's guest, Michael Morris, owner of Morris Media. And we answered a question from Kevin in Columbus uh, in the first segment, and now we've got another question, Michael Yes, the second question we have to prove today is Sue from Hilliard. Mr. Biz, love the show. Thank you for your helpful business guidance each week. My question is, how do I know when it is the right time to expand my business? So, great question, right? Ties into, we got we, we received uh, a handful of questions on business expansion in the last 10 days or so. So, that's why we sort of chose this topic and preempted uh, bringing someone, a, a small business owner in this week. So, uh, first of all, thank you, Sue, for the question and the others who have submitted. Again, appreciate that. That leads me in and ties me perfectly into the segue uh, of the Mr. Biz tip of the week. So um, when is the best time to expand? And uh, there's several different things you can look at. The, the few things that I like to consider is when you cannot meet customer uh, needs timely. So if you have steady demand and you're just not able to keep up, um, it may be time to consider um, expanding. Um, if you're lagging behind, similarly related, lagging behind uh, your production demands, you guys just can't keep up. Um, reaction to competition, so you need to consider that. Taking a look at, um, you know, if you're your competition, you're losing market share, and you need to make adjustments to make sure you're not continuing to lose market share and you stay competitive. Um, and then one of the other things, and I think this sort of loses uh, people lose sight of this time, time and time again is taking advantage of the current uh, business environment. 
And what I mean by that primarily is depending on is the economy on an upswing, is it on a downswing? Should you be pushing forward? Should you be pulling back a little bit? Uh, maybe interest rates. So if you're going to finance uh, your expansion, maybe interest rates are at a very low point as they are right now, which again makes it a cheap opportunity to be able to do that. Um, and then when actually on the flip side, when things are down, when business is down, if you have a strong balance sheet, it gives you an opportunity. Maybe you're able to acquire a competitor at a very cheap price. Um, so you, you need to be ready for that. You need to have a strong balance sheet and have the excess cash to be able to invest, which ties into last week's topic of cash right. flow. But uh, those are things to consider. Um, and, you know, when is the right time? So uh, just to reset real quick, we're, you're listening to B2B Radio. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're talking through um, business expansion, when is the right time, and, and sort of how do you do that and, and different things to consider. So first of all, I want to mention financing is beyond the scope for this show, So, uh, or, or how you're going to finance the uh, any type of expansion you're going to do. There's several different ways to, to, to fund an expansion. That could be a, an easily a whole show in itself, so we, we'll, we'll leave that for a later show. But three things I want to sort of mention up front is in regards to expansion. Your time as the business owner. Whatever you think it is, it's not enough. If you think it's going to take 20 hours a week, it's probably going to take 40 hours a week, at least initially. Um, time and time again, it's almost like a project around the house. This happens to me all the time, right? I got a honey-do list. It's, oh, that's going to take me, I can knock that out in two hours. Four hours later... I'm finishing up and wondering why the heck it took me four hours, but a similar situation with business expansion with a business owner. Um, so keep that in mind. You need to communicate your vision to the te- your, your existing team. That's going to ease concern or fears. So depending what you're doing, you might be buying another business. Right away, their their first concern is their well-being, their job. Does this mean there's overlap and I'm going to lose my job? Does this mean I'm not going to be as appreciated because now there's going to be 20 of us instead of 10 of us? Things like that. So, and you don't need to tell them every single detail, obviously, but you need to make very clear with them. I see that a lot as well as uh, the owner's not very upfront uh, and, and not not on purpose, just not even thinking about it, communicating with the team to make sure they're aware of what's going on. Um, and the other thing to consider is the decision often comes at the busiest time. So whether that's a bad busy time for you or a good busy time for you, oh my gosh, we've got demand like crazy and we can't keep up. And you're working a gazillion hours, and you got to figure this out right away. So, you you need to plan for it in advance on both ends. And um, as I like to say, and I'm not originator of this, of course, but failing to plan is planning to fail. So, being out in front of that and having a plan is obviously the way to go. So, also to level set. So, the types of expansion. So, the again, many different types, but sort of the ones I want to focus on are, um, you know, diversifying your product or service offerings depending on what type of company you have. Um, obviously, adding products, um, it, you might be adding different colors, different patterns to uh, you know, clothing that you you um, you offer. If you're a service provider, maybe you're going to expand the service offerings you have based on you know demand from your existing customers. Um, adding additional resources it could be increasing your staff. It could be increasing your um, sales folks. When's the right time to do that? Location. Um, maybe you're a retail location and you've got one location you want to expand to two or three or four or whatever that might be. Obviously, that's a form of uh, expansion as well. And, you know, that takes on a whole whole nother gamut of decisions there because how local is it going to be? Is it going to be out of state? You've got law issues there. 
Is it even, you know, outside of the existing locale that you're in? So does that bring up any issues? Um, and then finally, an acquisition. So being able to, you're acquiring, again, a competitor or even someone who sort of has a complimentary product that you can acquire and expand what you offer customers, be more of a one-stop shop type of thing. The risk of not expanding, um, you know, think about it from three perspectives. Your customers, you're going to deliver poor customer service if you can't keep up with the demand. Um, with your team, you could have employee turnover, and obviously that's not a good thing. Um, or and with your business, you're losing market share. So you need to make sure that uh, you're, you're considering those things. So hopefully you understand some of the a different aspects of expansion and uh, you know sort of what we're going to dive into, some tips during the next break, uh, after the next break on how to expand and what to consider for each of those expansion things. Again, you can go to our website at wentworthfinancialpartners.com or call us at 614-962-7CFO. We're all worried about the rising cost of health care, but now there's good news, and it's available here locally. It's called Quality Dental Plan. If you join today, you'll receive added benefits that include a dental exam, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, x-rays, and significant discounts on all dental procedures. No claim forms, no hidden fees, no hassle. For details on Quality Dental Plan and how to join, call Grandview Dental Care at 614-486-7378 or 614smile.com. Could your company benefit from better financial performance or more efficient operations? At Wentworth Financial Partners, our 60,000 hours of experience deliver part-time CFO services that produce guaranteed results. Get the benefit of our vast expertise at a fraction of the cost. We help put the focus to working on your business instead of always working in it. Learn about our guaranteed results at WentworthFinancialPartners.com or call Mr. Biz at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless Drivers Insurance Company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients that suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. To learn more about Ken Wentworth, go to WentworthFinancialPartners.com. And now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Hello, and welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and today's guest, Michael Morris, owner of Morris Media. And again, you can reach us at any point. Uh, if you have feedback or questions you want to submit that we can answer on air at WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Give us a call, 614-962-7CFO, or you can email me at kbwentworth at wentworthfinancialpartners.com. So in this last segment, we're going to dig in a little deeper into some of these different types of, um, sorry, not acquisitions, but uh, business expansion. Um, so the first one I mentioned uh, during the last break, so diversifying uh, product service offerings, you need to think about customer demand. So if you've got a business, say, for example, that 
um, offers a certain type of widget, and a lot of customers come in, order widgets from you, widget A, and say, hey, gosh, it'd be great if you, um, do you guys carry X, Y, and Z? You know, if you're hearing that message on a consistent basis, it's definitely something to consider um, expanding on. And, and, you know, you really need to take a look at your competition. Who else in, in, their, in your local, among the local competitors are carrying those things? And um, can you produce it at a competitive price? I mean, that's the, the main thing. You need to sort of take a look at the product. Can you produce it in a profitable manner? Because it may be a great idea. But based on your operations and, and as efficient as you can be, you might not, may not be able to produce it at a, at a profitable level. And if you're going to price it too high, and, you know, not non-competitively, it really doesn't even make sense. I mean, it might be a great idea, but you either need to consider how you can get that price down, or um, or how you can, uh, or, or you just abandon that idea and say, Jesus, it's too far away from our core business, and we just can't produce it in a, in a, in a, a cost-effective way. Uh, and, you know, if you have a service business uh, going down, down that route, you know, do you have the bandwidth, right? So, uh, you know, like my business, I offer services, right? I, I mean, there's a limit to the number of, of clients I can have. Um, otherwise, my other my existing clients are going to suffer because, I'm, I, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. Do you look at that the same way as the 80-20 rule or for your business or anybody else's? That, what is it, uh, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers? Yeah, I mean, it really depends because in in my business specifically, some customers, are, you know, different customers are at different levels uh, of of involvement from me. So uh, it just depends where I'm at, um, you know, commitment wise with my existing set of clients um, that I've got. So it's it's really evolves. It evolves. I wouldn't say daily, but almost daily, weekly at least. Um, and so when I'm considering a new client, it just depends on. If it's a client who needs a lot of me up front, let's say, which happens often, I need to consider what I've got already existing, and, and you know maybe I just don't have the bandwidth to, to do that at that point in time, and maybe it'll free up later, but um, maybe I can give them you know part of what they need initially or something like that. So, but it's very important because you don't want to lose the existing customers and and, and uh, reduce what you're giving them. Additional resources, so that can be in a lot of different forms. You can be hiring sales folks, um, production folks, administrative. I mentioned during a question we had last week on the administrative side, let me touch on that really quick. Um, you know, one of the things I would consider is is either hiring someone part-time or even a con on a, in a contract basis uh, initially on the admin side. One of the big things is whose time is that going to free up and, and what are you going to do with that time? So if that's you as the owner, it's probably very valuable, right? right. So if you've got someone that's going to be scheduling meetings, things like that, and a lot of administrative tasks, which you as the owner, your time is very valuable, especially if you're the one doing most of the sales and or business development. That's going to free up your time to be able to do that, which obviously means revenue, which is obviously very important to uh, to your business. So production folks, again, keeping up with any production increases. That one's a, you know, really a product costing type of, of operation uh, um, uh, analysis that you need to do as far as bringing someone on, a new production person, how fast will they get up to speed, how much additional production can I expect? And here's the big one that gets missed often. Am I going to have the sales to support that? So that's great. You can produce 20% more widgets. Can you sell them? Right. Or does it create an inventory problem for you? You've got a bunch of widgets sitting on the shelf now. But which one in your role is more important? That you can create them or that you can sell them? Because in my point of view, the way that I would advise people is sell everything that you can and then figure out the back end. Right. <laughs> You're the opposite. You're the back end person saying, 
you've got to keep up with production and receivables. I'm always looking at like, just get the money that you can get right. and, and grow your business. But I'm not the one that's handling the grunt right. work behind it. Right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a delicate balance, honestly. And it's the same thing with hiring a salesperson, right? So if you've got a salesperson and they're going to increase sales by 20%, can you keep up with that additional 20% production? So it's a, it's a yin and yang. It's definitely a seesaw that you've got to sort of balance out. Um, another way to look at that as well is, is delivery channel. You may have a brick and mortar location and you're going to start doing internet sales. Obviously something that happens frequently in, in today's day and age. And, um, that one can really explosively uh, grow your business uh, if you if you do it well and 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 at a minimal cost in a lot of cases depending on what your business is, um, you know acquisition how accretive is it going to be to the earnings, and you need to look at that how much overlap is there between your staff the the current staff um, do you have complementary products do you have overlap of products um, is it going to open new markets for you is it in a different location things like that. Um, so I know we've just scratched the service on this, and we'll touch on this in a later show. But uh, that sort of wraps up our business expansion talk for today. Thanks to Michael Morris again for joining us. And uh, next week we will be bringing, on, uh, bringing in a local business owner, and we're going to talk through business, their business and some of the challenges they have. Again, WentworthFinancialPartners.com. You can reach us at 614-962-7CFO. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Wentworth Financial Partners is your resource for part-time CFO services that help you work on your business instead of in your business. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff management, or advertisers. Tune in again next week for B2B Radio with Mr. Biz.